Hello and welcome to the Messy Message Podcast with Alexis and Burley. Where God can take your mess and make it your message. Yes, God. (laughs) Well, well, well. Hello, Burley. Hello there. How are you? I am great. Um, It's a pretty, like, chill day today. Like, the morning is very calming. Mm. Um... I was just sharing with Burley, you guys, that this morning on my walk, I was talking to the Lord and just taking in all of his glory. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm outdoors and I'm like around nature, mm. I just feel his presence all the more. And it was very like just hush. I could see like little rabbits running around. <laughs> oh, that's I could beautiful. See... Yeah, it was really cool. Um... So anyway, we were just kind of talking about that. So that just kind of lets you know my mode today is just like, ah, Lord Jesus, <laughs> you are amazing. It. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So we have a great episode today. Of course, we think every episode's great. Um, and we hope great. that they're all you guys exciting do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I try to trash that word. I'm overexciting. No, I'm just kidding. Um, excitement is a totally legit word. You know, I just don't know if I want to say it all the time. But anyway... I'm going to lead into our gratitude moment, if that's okay with you, Burley. Tell it. You Tell it on the mountain. Okay. So recently, I had the pleasure of taking my son and my daughter with some friends to go see Tarn Wells. Ooh. And it was a concert that I'm so glad I did not miss. Um, my my middle boy Preston, he loves the Citizens of Heaven um, album, like that's his jam. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, she she was in love with it until my son <laughs> took it from her, <laughs> like wore it out. Like that's all we've been listening to <laughs> because that's what he would request. So it was pretty exciting to um, get him to that space where he could go to his first concert oh, and that's see. Awesome. You know, his 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 buddy Tarn Wells live and his jams being played. He was <laughs> so cute. He was singing the songs. He was it was <laughs> so cute. It was awesome. And um and Tarn did an exceptional job. And I was really I I'm I'm super grateful um because I got to be in an atmosphere with other Christians and other faith, you know, um based people, like just worshiping and And really just like singing these songs and lifting up some praise. Mm. And when I'm in atmospheres like that, I've even done this at conferences. I kind of close my eyes and it's like, this is heaven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is heaven. When you've got the multitudes. Raising their hands and worshiping. It's the most beautiful thing. Different races, different genders. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just like, ah, this is for a split second. Like, this is heaven. Yeah. This is a little slice of heaven where we're going to be worshiping all day. So anyway, um, that is my gratitude moment was a being able to take my children to something that was so amazing. And like I said, Taryn killed it. Mm -hmm. Not only did he dance and sing and everything, but he preached and he brought a word and it was so good. Um, his headliners did a great job. So it was just all around a really great um, atmosphere. We were with good people, our friends. And then the other part was just affording 
the opportunity to do so. You know, that mm. God gave us the space and the time and the ability to be able to to be in that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just being able to be fortunate to be there, I'm super grateful and I reflect on that. And I, I pray that that made an imprint on my kids' hearts oh, of I'm just sure the time, you know, where they got to do that mm-hmm. and experience that and hopefully set them up for many more of those. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. I was on social media the mm-hmm. day after the concert. I'm like, am I the only person that did not go <laughs> to the Tour and Wolves concert? It was packed. It was so many people. Yeah. Everyone a, I knew was there. It was a great crowd. Yeah. It was that's a really awesome. great crowd. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we, um, that's my gratitude moment, Burley. What are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about rest. We oh. are talking about rest. As two moms that have three <laughs> kids each, I don't know if we've mastered the topic yet. Uh, full disclosure, this is our third time attempting to record this episode. Which is hilarious. <laughs> because we needed rest. <laughs> Literally, because we needed rest. Yep. It's, it's not only something we're talking about today, it's what we're living. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we, I can't say for myself that I'm doing like i'm i'm mastering it yet yeah it's still a work in progress I, yeah to remind yeah. myself yeah to calm it down mm-hmm. but we want to <clears throat> get into first and foremost where does rest come from where did it originate yeah um can want- i just say too i know you put yourself out there early <laughs> but it's something we all wrestle with yeah. and i do think that some some of us don't even know that we wrestle with it Mm -hmm. you know I think it's a very mature concept and we'll talk about why in just a few Mm -hmm. moments why rest is kind of a hard thing to do and it seems like it should be so easy like the the generation of hustle yeah it's a hustle mentality yeah of where like you when I'm dead yeah you sleep (laughs) when you die like no um (laughs) I want to sleep now yeah and not just sleep it, it, we're not just talking about naps no, here. No, no. Even though not. Jesus took naps. Amen. <laughs> He's like, I ain't even worried. <laughs> I didn't know until I became a mom how Jesus could sleep in that little <laughs> tiny boat with like all these disciples. And now I totally get it. Like I'm Preach. like, uh, he took a nap because he was tired. Yeah. I, I can take a nap just about anywhere these yeah. days. Yeah. And hello, he had the heaviest burden of oh, all. Oh, yeah. He had the so, whole yeah. Of, all the children. He deserved all the naps. <laughs> we'll just put it like that. <laughs> But no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you were saying it's not just literal sleep. It's what is it, Burley? So, okay, let's take it back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Genesis 2, uh, 2 through 3, God talks about the Sabbath Mm -hmm. and how he formed the the earth, right? Mm -hmm. And everything came to being because of him. And on the last day when he finished his work, he was like, it's good. I'm going to go ahead and take a day. And I'm going to take today off, right? It's not because God was tired. He wasn't exhausted. He didn't need the rest. But he was modeling our need to follow that that schedule. That like, hey, you as a human being cannot function off of just going straight through without taking some time. Mm -hmm. Also, I think you mentioned this when we were going through it. Reflection. Yes. Yes. It's important to reflect on like what we've done. Yeah. Because when we don't, we don't realize what we've accomplished and we're just moving forward, forward, forward. Sure. But it's good to stop in your tracks and say, look, look what we've accomplished. Yeah. Like the messy message, right? Mm-hmm. Don't we reflect 
Yes, we we're do. already on season three. Mm-hmm. And wow, like yeah. if we don't take the time and, and you're so intentional about this to say, wow, look at look at where we've come from. Yeah. Look at how we started. Look at season one compared to now. Yes. How much growth we've had in our personal lives, in, in the podcast, in our sound, everything. We've we've graduated, you know, sure. to like another level. And that's important. It's huge. So three things I heard from that, and I just want to pause mm-hmm. in or I shouldn't say pause but I want to highlight mm-hmm. what you what you just laid out for our listeners so rest is first modeled to us mm-hmm. by God in you know after creation taking the seventh day or the sabbath and just ceasing from all labor and work mm-hmm. so he modeled it in that right for us to see what that looks like for two rest is a reflection Mm -hmm. so that we step back and we are able to say like like god this is good yeah you know or this is where i need to lean in or this is where i need more prayer this is where i need help Mm. whatever that looks like and third i guess it kind of piggybacks off of reflection it gives you a sense of gratitude. Oh, yes. Because when you are just going, 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 if we do what the world says to do with and not rest and hustle, 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 and you sleep when you're dead and you work, 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 you don't have those moments to be grateful. So you never really have any level of contentment. Mm. And rest allows a space of contentment. Yes. Which is really good, right? Like that's what we need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's why I pull from that. I love that. I I want to just go into um, the definition of rest, mm-hmm. and um, and then you know I'll let you or not let you, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll pick back up. Sorry, <laughs> um, but rest is freedom from activity or labor, a peace of mind or spirit, to take relief or respite. Mm, I love that respite. Yes, and I think. The ref- what you just went into, those three things that I kind of pulled from mm-hmm. that, definitely hit all of that. All of those things. Love that. The definition of rest. Yes. Yeah. And you know, also, I looked it up in the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. I'm going to botch this word. Nuak, mm-hmm. to be quiet. Which mm. <laughs> is funny because we have a podcast. But um, being quiet, reflection. Everything doesn't always have to be right, especially. All right, I'm gonna pick on a gender, but especially as women, right? We we tend to want to talk, 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 and um, there's beauty in the quiet, in the stillness. One of the things that, and I think we already talked about this um, on one of the previous episodes. I'm not sure. We had to quiet our minds mm-hmm. and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Yeah. And you and I so struggled we did. with rest, with quieting our minds and allowing God to speak. And it's because we're always go, 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 go. I find that if, even in my time of prayer, I'm thinking the whole time about what's next. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's, it's quiet. Being quiet, being still is, is it's very difficult. It's, it is. <laughs> No, it is extremely. I think it's it's also hard to be to be quiet when you 
are in a space of unrest and you're bringing all of your agenda mm. before the Lord, like wow. your own personal agenda and not just saying, I want to hear from you today, God. Mm-hmm. Like what, what do you want to say to me? What do you have for me today? What's my daily bread? Yes. And that shifts a whole different atmosphere because we always, you know, when we're people of faith, we continuously, most of us are praying for God's will or we're praying for, you know, maybe for a situation or a circumstance, but we don't take a lot of time to listen, Mm. to get direction, to know how to move forward. And God does speak if we listen. Yes. I have, and it's hard for me to do, but I've had those rare moments, I'm not going to lie, where I have leaned and truly listened in, and he's brought me to a scripture. Oh, I love that. And sometimes it's the craziest way, at least to me, because he'll say, he'll put a song on my heart, Mm. and that song is a scripture, Mm. and then that scripture is a word and then that word is an answer. Oh, that's beautiful, Alexis. I love that. But I mean, that's the Holy yes, Spirit. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, that's not, but a lot of times that's how he will, he'll put like, it, it might be an old hymn, it might be a new song, it might be, and you know, whatever. And then he'll just put that in, in my spirit and I'm like, ah, let me go look up that scripture. Oh, that's, oh. I'll read that scripture. It gives me a word. That word then gives me an answer and I'm like, Okay, God. Wow. I got you. So if I could just do that more. <laughs> yes. We've got to practice. It practice would be great. Makes perfect. <laughs> but you remember when we both did it, when we tried to quiet the mind, we both got rest. We both got rest. We both. And it looks different. It so looks different for both of us. It does. So what Burley is referring to, we were recording, write the vision, mm-hmm. and we were doing a recording, uh, like a, vision a video recording. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't a podcast recording, but it was a video recording. And we were working with um, Rasan on just casting out the visions and things. And she did an exercise with us. And in that exercise, we had to close our mi- our, our eyes. And we should have, like, <laughs> closed our minds. <laughs> we weren't closing our minds, but we closed our <laughs> eyes. And we should have, like, kind of closed off some of, like, the racing. The traffic. Yeah, the traffic, the mm-hmm. distractions. But it was very hard for us to do it. But then once we did even just a little bit of it, the Holy Spirit spoke rest to both of us individually. Actually, to all three of us. Wow. Because Rasan got rest as well. And yes, and so to, to Burley's point, it definitely meant something different for each of us, mm-hmm. but it was something that we gathered. But to get back on track um, and to talk more about rest, um, because this is, I think this is huge. I, you know, we've defined what rest is and we've told you the origin of rest being from Genesis and, and God modeling it and it being a place of reflection and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Now we want to talk about something that we both found in studying this and that was Jesus mm. is our Sabbath. Yes. Yes. So Jesus is our rest. And we found a few verses that really accompany that. So do you want to take um, the first verse? Yeah. So Matthew twelve eight. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. This is Jesus saying, hey, I am deity. He is declaring that he is God. He is Lord over the Sabbath. Like, you're not going to tell me how to... So give them reference, though. What was happening here where he had to say that? 
where that well, had to be made known. I should they say. were they were going through the grain fields, and the disciples were eating from the grain. They're not supposed to because it's the Sabbath, so that's considered work. And uh, Jesus was reprimanded, which in retrospect, I'm like, how you gonna reprimand Jesus? Okay, anyway, that's a sidebar. They didn't know who he was. <laughs> sidebar mm -hmm. Jesus schools them and talks to them about how David when he was hungry ate the showbread from the you know from the priests at the time where you know people were not supposed to eat that bread before it was blessed and he was like I am the Lord of the Sabbath like I make the rules here buddy mm -hmm. <laughs> basically you're not gonna tell me what we can and cannot do yeah how are you gonna go hungry because it's the Sabbath I'm gonna let these people starve yeah in other words. In other words. So, and the they she's talking about are the Pharisees. The, yes. The people. They're the they. they. Yeah, they, they're them. the they. So the Pharisees confronted <laughs> Jesus about allowing the disciples to eat from the grain and kind of says, they, they, they try to check him, but more than anything, they try to... Um, make him stumble. Make him be, seem as a liar. Like, mm. who? if you are this rabbi, this teacher... Why don't you know this? Like yes. you should know that you shouldn't be doing this on the Sabbath. And then Jesus comes back like, I am the Sabbath. Hello, <laughs> people. I'm still like, not getting it. Yeah. So it's, it's Jesus in this moment claiming deity that he is mm -hmm. son of God, you know, without saying, do you know who yeah. I am? And in verse seven, he says something that just stood out to me. Yeah. I desire compassion and not a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's, it's. It's quoted from Hosea mm -hmm. because God says it to Hosea mm -hmm. at, the, at the time. But it's like, wow. Like, it's not about the works that you're doing. Yeah. It's about being compassionate. Yeah. It's about showing love and grace and mercy. Yeah. And that's completely missed. It is. It is. Because in that, in that contextual space, like, Jesus is overruling the law and religion. Yes. It's religion. It's religion, which really sets us up for the next verse, which is in Matthew 11, verse 28, where I love this one because um, this is often, and, and though it is often uh, used to, you know, speak about rest and how mm -hmm. Jesus was taking on rest, I'm going to read it and then go back and explain another way of looking at this verse. But verse 28 of chapter 11 in Matthew reads, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And in this, like contextually, in the scripture, Jesus is once again talking to the Pharisees. <laughs> and basically he is telling them, like, you don't have to do all these religious practices. All of this stuff that you think is going to be this pathway to heaven it's just stuff yes so give me that mm. i want to give you rest from that give me your heart and i'll give you rest from the practices of religion from the day-to-day -day, like i have to go to church check i have to sing in the choir check i have to tithe check i have not that you don't do those things mm -hmm. but if it's a checklist if it's just these things that you're doing to do religious practices so to speak and it's not a heart thing it's not it it, it does nothing anyway yes. so rest from this need and desire to check your bucket list off or to follow religion 
And God's saying, give me that. I'm going to give you rest from that. Mm. I'm going to give you rest because I've overcome all of that. My, well, he had not yet, but he was <laughs> overcoming that. And obviously there was a lot of foreshadowing of Jesus saying, you give me those burdens because there's an exchange that's about to happen mm-hmm. that you can't even comprehend yes. right now. But of course, you know, the, the Pharisees, if you don't know anything about the Pharisees, they were very, very rigid of law rules and you would be so looked down upon for not keeping up with these laws and these rules mm-hmm. um, that were established, yes, in the Old Testament. However, Jesus came to overrule law and religion and substitute for the sacrifice that he made for mm-hmm. his life for our gain, which is another conversation. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so to speak, so in that, we know that Jesus came to give us rest. Yes. And the biggest thing that stands out to me is that, again, it's not by our works, folks. Like, it's not by the things that we do, whether they're religious practices or not. It's really a heart condition. Mm -hmm. It's about what we have given over on the inside, the inner workings of us. Have we handed that over to Jesus? Because when we do that, and we do that religiously because that's not something you do one day and then it's over, right? Like it's a like it's a daily mm-hmm. thing. You have to hand it over every day. But once you begin to do that, you kind of just start falling in practice with things. Yeah. Like the things that God wants you to to do to be close to him, you just do anyway mm. because you yearn to because your heart is yes. changed, right? Yeah. So I'll say that and then we can move on to the next point which is um leaning into jesus for true rest so well just kind of going it's interesting that it points out the invitation to come to jesus is where we just read that and jesus says you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and you have revealed them to infants Mm -hmm. and i think it's interesting what you're saying because the pharisee they would be considered the wise and intelligent, the mm-hmm. ones that know the law. Mm-hmm. But they would do things like, you can only take a certain amount of steps on the Sabbath. So then they would take off their sandals and just keep going. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> because then it doesn't count as steps if you take off your sandals. Does so it sound can, familiar? We do stuff we like do that all the time. All, I do it all the time. Yeah. Like one day I was like, Lord, I'm not going to go on social media today. And then like around five o'clock, I was like, well, that counts as the day. So I can go <laughs> now on social media. It's the same it's thing. the same thing. Yeah. Um, we try to like bamboozle God or like, you know, do this whole exchange with him back and forth. We bargain a we lot. We bargain. That's, yeah. that's the exact word. And it's like, we have to go back to this mindset of infants mm-hmm. what are Rama and paxton doing right now resting they are resting thank you jesus they don't play about their naps no they know and i don't either <laughs> <laughs> they know how much they can naps. take and they trust mm-hmm. us they trust us with everything amen so and it's going back to that mindset of trusting god like a baby yeah you know our children right now are resting and they know that everything's going to be taken care of that when they wake up they will be fed and there's rest in that wow and that's resting in jesus amen anyway that's leaning in for true rest 
let's talk about our own that. rest like what what we see as rest because i know that we both got that when we did the prayer yeah. but it looks different it looks different for you and it looks different for me sure so what does rest look like for you um so i i guess i should say what i learned mm. about rest was through my uh, my most recent experience and i've talked about this in part a few times of being brought to this place like so 2020 was crazy oh girl right obviously <laughs> that's an understatement for most people i don't think there's anyone that doesn't have a whoa 2020 moment right all right so it was crazy in itself with all the stuff that was going on in our country in our world um i like many other people lost my job mm -hmm. um i was laid off from COVID, and my paradigm shift was something that i had no idea of what to do with mm -hmm. so taking this into perspective and i'm sure some of you can relate i had about nine to ten hours a day carved out yeah between work, this, 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 mm -hmm. and that, whatever, kids, school, blah, 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 blah. To then having a great amount of those, at least eight of them, removed with open time. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. there was a complete and utter, like, wreckage of my world because mm -hmm. what do you do with this time mm -hmm. now when you've been so programmed and you've been so, like, just... Um, moving it out of this repetition and this what you think is a need to work 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 and do all these things and run and get the kids and do this and do that all of that had ceased because not only was was I laid off but the kids were at home so there was no ripping and running mm. so that was more time carved out given back to me in my day and mm -hmm. this and all honesty it should sound amazing yeah. and liberating and invigorating but I struggled I struggled because I was not knowingly at the time, this is all in retrospect, but I was being forced into rest. Yes. And what that rest looked like for me was Jesus claiming himself as deity mm -hmm. because I had to stay at his feet mm -hmm. and I had to seek after him for so many things. It made me like really reflect on what does this walk with God really look like? So I started spending so much time in my word because I had the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. And though I was reading and I was praying, I was resting. Wow. It was a space of like just me and you, Jesus time, because I had the time. Yes. Um, and then lastly, to hit on our points, like it was me finding true rest in Jesus, like him really setting me down, slowing my world down and saying, now you can focus on me. Mm -hmm. Now you come to me. So for me, what seemed like my world being turned upside down was God's intervention and saying, this is rest. Mm -hmm. Now we all probably experience again, similar things in 2020, but perspective is key. Yeah. So some people might've taken that extra time and like have gone crazy. I took that time and God poured into Amen. me. Amen. He fulfilled me and it wasn't in my own strength. I wasn't like, I was just like, oh, you know, I was intentional. Mm -hmm. I will give myself that credit. I was intentional about, okay, God, what are you trying to say to me during this time? What, what are you looking to get out of me in this time? Because I knew the rest that he was trying to give me 
was not to lay on the couch and be sleep all day, mm. eating, you know, popcorn when I wake up or watching Netflix all day and things like that. Like it was a time to lean into him and for him to restore me. It was a lot of time of me turning over my, um, my worries, my cares, my purpose, mm-hmm. my, all of these things, my family, my, my, my children, like it was releasing all of that over to him mm-hmm. so that he could show me exactly who he was to me. And that's what my rest was. Wow. That's good stuff. For me, um, learning a rest equals, equals trust. Mm-hmm. So as we know, we have an insecure episode. One of my battles is trust. Yeah. which is really control so resigning and deciding that I was not going to try to control my circumstances and my surroundings is resting in God and saying I'm not in control you are mm-hmm. so I'm going to just like we were talking about the infants mm-hmm. I'm going to rest in knowing that you are in control and I don't have to like control the outcome of this and control my husband and control my children and control my schedule and if something goes out of whack it's okay it is okay submit to the authority of christ yeah and know that he is sovereign and that all things work out for the good of those who love him Mm -hmm. that means that even when something happens that may not be good or pleasant i trust that he is working all things out for the good amen um so for me um, that rest, right? That like, hey, Lord, I am struggling. What I really want to do right now is try to control the circumstance. What I really want to do right now is feed words into my husband so that he does what I say. Mm. What I really want to mm. do. And it never works. No. It, it never works. What it does is frustrates us. Yeah. What it does is create anxiety, fear, worry. But, you know, we, we turn to what we know. Even if it doesn't work, it's like a broken clock is right twice a day. So when you get, when you get some results out of trying to control situations out of fear, you just think, okay, okay, you know, it worked. But mm-hmm. in reality, all it does is just create this deep insecurity. So I had to relinquish that. I had to give that back to God and say, like, I actually had to have him help me trust him because I, could, I didn't even know what that looked like. So that was like a whole process. But he'll do it. But he did it. Yeah. He did it and he's still doing it. I still yeah. sometimes want to backtrack and control my circumstances. Sometimes I want to get an attitude to manipulate the situation, to think that I, I got my, I'll get my way if I act this way. Mm. Um, it's like a Karen, right? It's like a, I'm convinced that that's a, <laughs> that's a spirit, a demon that needs to be rebuked. I've never, I've it. never like, well, I have run into some, but I'm like, I see that in a spiritual sense. But the point yeah. is, yeah. Um, reflecting, right, and saying, okay, this is, this is what I need to relinquish. I think rest is knowing what we struggle with yeah. and giving it to God. Amen. Resting in Him. Resting in and Him. And at the end of that, having gratitude, thanking Him, giving yes. Him the glory for yes. everything, all situations, everything that's worked out, everything that is currently working itself out. Yeah. When we have gratitude, it allows us to rest in him. It absolutely does. I, I want to just point out, I was, um, as I was listening to you, I think this totally makes sense. Um, in Hebrews chapter 4, 
and I have an NIV version and it's titled a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And at verse 11 of chapter four says, let us therefore make every effort to enter into, I'm sorry, to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Ooh, disobedience. Mm -hmm. Yep. So when you break that down, um, if Jesus has provided for us rest through faith, why must we make every effort to enter into that rest? You think about that. By faith, we're to enter into rest. And you talked, and the reason why I think about that is because you were talking about this child. Like, I keep going back to the babies. I think that was such an, an amazing example, Burley. Like, thank you for doing that because it's so true. Our babies go down, they nap. They're not worried about what they have going on the next day or, or a few hours later or whatever mm-hmm. like they're at complete rest yes. before we started recording or no it was i'm sorry it was while we were recording but just your previous statement about jesus resting on the boat mm-hmm. like you know taking that nap entering into rest and though we're not talking about like just being sleep there is a peacefulness being able to sleep during a storm i mean do you know people that don't sleep yeah it's the worst it is i mean i can turn on facebook and have yeah. 10 people like insomnia insomnia yes. are like whatever because their minds and their hearts are racing they haven't entered into that rest mm-hmm. with jesus yes they haven't turned it over going back to matthew chapter 11 verse 28 come to me god Amen. is I mean, jesus is asking us to come to him mm-hmm. and to give him our burdens mm. so in exchange he will give us the rest and yes, that's from the religious practices, but it's also from just the, the craziness of our lives. Yeah. He's saying, I'm, again, I got, this. I got this. I can handle it. I'm God. Yes. And so I just think that that's really good. It's, it's something that like we have to think about um, our obedience and being totally obedient, yes. which I think will lead us into, I know we wanted to spotlight Martha and Mary. And if you guys are following us, um, we're going to jump into Luke chapter 10, verse 38, which is where the story of Mary and Martha starts. And if you're not familiar with the story, um, Mary and Martha are sisters, and they're really good friends of Jesus. And Jesus visited them often. Um, this particular time, Jesus was coming, and Mary um, and Martha were preparing, or I should say Martha was preparing. <laughs> I think, Jesus, honestly, I want to give Martha, Mary credit. I think she was preparing. I think it was a heart posture. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because Martha was in the physical sense of preparing for guests. She was cooking. She was cleaning. She was very busied and very rushed. When Jesus came, she was still doing those things mm-hmm. and a little bit flustered with her sister Mary because Mary, um, instead of doing all the cooking and the cleaning and this mary was being the hostess with the most so she was talking to jesus her yeah she was chatting it up which is so funny was my mom not that i'm a mary all the time because i'm definitely can be a martha but my mom laughs anytime we plan like things together if it's like i remember we were planning like a baby shower and stuff for my sister and she was like all you're gonna do is walk around and talk to everybody (laughs) so I need you to do that, 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 because you just go and work the crowd. But I I kind of imagine that was um, Mary's posture in that moment was to be attentive to her guests. Martha, on the other hand, 
solid fit to make sure that the cooking and the cleaning and the you know the atmosphere was set right which both of them were doing very good things mm-hmm. in the sense but what we realized was that Martha in this sense missed the boat because when she comes to complain to Jesus and Jesus tells her that Mary what Mary did was actually more beneficial mm-hmm. so to speak on just in layman's terms um, in resting and and just attending to him and listening to mm-hmm. him being him being Jesus Mary Martha was a little taken back she misunderstood the assignment she uh-huh. <laughs> she misunderstood the assignment because her works the physical things that she was doing was a distraction yes and it wasn't just the fact that she uh, to you know jump on your point mm-hmm. it wasn't that she was doing stuff it wasn't that she was preparing i mean they need to eat right like the right. house needs to be clean Absolutely. and we understand that mm-hmm. jesus understood that yeah but the mindset and the heart you spoke on that so so eloquently it's your heart mm-hmm. it's the heart check and it definitely says that martha was distracted with yes. all of her preparations yeah and that word is what stands out yeah she wasn't present in the moment no. she was gone she was missing time yeah and how many of us have planned an event and you didn't even enjoy the you event. didn't get to eat you didn't get to <laughs> yeah. talk to people People are like, oh, that was such a great event. I didn't even get to talk to you. And you're like, oh, yeah, I was busy was so doing this, this, and this. So think about that. Like, you miss the moments. Mm-hmm. You miss being present with your guests. You miss hearing from people, loving on people, learning from people. Like, you miss those moments. Mary was at the feet of Jesus soaking up his every mm-hmm. word. She had the best seat in the house. Yes. And I'd love to believe love to believe that I would be the Mary in the situation. Yeah, I don't know. I think many if Jesus times... Said, if Jesus in the flesh was coming to my house, I'd be like, oh, let me make sure yeah, this yeah. is clean. Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. The cobwebs! <laughs> Every inch of this house needs to be perfect. When you miss the fact that, like, um, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, he knows what your house looks like. Yes. It's fine. And that's the thing. He was more, um, I, I guess, more appreciative of the heart space that Mary was in. Mm-hmm. Not that he wasn't thankful for the preparation that Mary was putting yeah. behind, Martha was putting behind it, but the posture that Mary was in because she was closest to him, listening to mm. him, having conversations with him. I imagine her learning from him. Yeah. I imagine her adoring him in that moment, just in pure adoration, like, Jesus, tell me more. Mm. I want to learn from you. Rabbi, mm-hmm. tell me. You know, like, I, how does this work? Yeah. Like, picking his brain, like, whatever. And that is more beneficial than running around to make sure the house is clean. So I don't think we could beat that over the head enough. Yeah. But it does definitely go and tie right back to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy and, and, and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Because, again... If, Mar- if Martha in that moment would have just surrendered yes. that stuff, the, yeah. the cleaning, the, the prepping, the trying to be right, yeah. trying to be put together, mm-hmm. trying to have it all together, trying to make the perfect dish look the perfect way, if she would have put all that aside... She would have gained so much more, and we miss that yeah. every day, guys. We miss 
these moments to just rest at Jesus' feet because we're trying to look the part, sound the part, have the best looking Instagram page, our family's <laughs> picture perfect, we have the best hair, we've got the best job, we ride the best car, we are putting all of our focus into the stuff and not surrendering well, at Jesus' feet. It's all a distraction. And so that's how I look at that that story that we all can relate to is what what do you feel like has to be all together before you can rest at Jesus' feet? Oh, what are you confined with at the moment? That's good because so many people feel like they have to get it together before yes. coming to Christ. Yes. And this this is a depiction of you you don't if you lay at my feet and listen to my word, it'll do something inside of you. Jesus said, I don't care. <laughs> I care not thou. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the King James Version guy. He doesn't care. He does not care what you look like, what you drive, where you live, the job you have, the friends you keep, the country club you play golf at, where you go out to eat, do you wear the finest shoe? He couldn't care less. If you can do those things, great. But are you resting at my feet? Mm-hmm. What's your posture? Because all of those things, it takes a lot of work, quote unquote, to get those things, right? Yeah. You're hustling and bustling like we talked about previously. You're doing all the stuff to get the stuff. But where's your heart? Yes. And are you at Jesus' feet? Are your burdens over there? Because mm. what you've worked up now is anxiousness, depression, you're flustered, you're exhausted, you're tired. You're not hearing from God. Martha missed it. She wasn't hearing from Jesus. She couldn't have because she was distracted. distracted. Boom. Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> and we've all been there. And we've all been there. I I just want to wrap up because I, I think that we have definitely gone the assignment. Gone into rest. <laughs> yeah. And and we want to rest from rest a little bit. Yes. But what I will say is, and I got this from Christine Kane, oh, listening to one hey. of her podcasts, her Equip and Empower podcast, which if you have not listened Love to that, that it is thebomb.com. Um, Christine Kane is an amazing woman and a powerful speaker. But one thing um, that I pulled from her you podcast. Say it in an Australian accent? I would butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't butcher it. <laughs> Two types of rest that we get. We get rest from labor. And we get rest that is given to us from Jesus. Mm. So think about that. You can rest from work. And you also get in a space of rest from your burdens that's given to us. So we can take a rest from labor and you're given rest that is only given to us by God. It's like you can only find peace in God. Mm. Like you can't find peace in anything else. And it's the same thing with rest. You can't really find true rest outside of Jesus. Wow. So think about that as you're resting or you're trying to find your rest. If you struggle with rest and the busyness of everyday life, um, our challenge is to get you to a space where you are like, you know what? I'm going to lay this thing down because I can't work my way out of this. I can't answer all these questions. I can't answer all the emails. I can't do all the things. 
I can't be on usher board, the choir, <laughs> uh, you know, praise team and all these other things, like youth groups. And I can't do all of those things. And guess what? You He's not asking to. you to. He's not asking you to do that. We put more pressure on ourselves than God does. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? All he's asking is for your heart. That is consistent, God. The word of God, uh, the word of God, you guys, always just wants, he just wants your heart. Mm. Let him mold that. Let him soften that. Let him direct that so that he can show you rest and fruitfulness and abundance mm. and, and freedom and all of the things that we so dearly yearn for, but we try to find outside of God. Mm, yes. I'm actually going to read Matthew 11:28 through 30 again, but through um, the message devotional Bible with Eugene Peterson. Mm -hmm. And I just thought this was interesting because it just words it a little different. So you get like a different take. And I want you to listen to the questions being asked and actually answer them. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Mm. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Mm. It is imperative that we lay our burdens down at the feet of Jesus, <clears throat> that we learn from Mary and Martha and these examples of how to not live a distracted life where we're just going through the motions and we're just doing and doing and doing and giving and giving and giving, but we don't take the time to really ask of ourselves, what, what am I doing? What is this for? What is the purpose? Also, we are supposed to take on each other's burdens, help each other through it, community. I don't think Alexis and I can emphasize on community enough. No, that's so Because true. Alexis and I go to each other with our burdens. Amen. And while I don't take on her burdens, literally, right? Mm -hmm. I am there for her. We pray for each other. We uplift each other. We pray. We just, we're always in this, I don't know how to even explain it. Like there's this relationship that we have where it's centered on Christ and we're able to trust each other and know that we have each other's backs. Amen. And that is imperative. That is important because guys, this life is tough. We go through things. Unfair things happen. We get hit with things in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Look at 2020, just like Alexis said, mm -hmm. the world stopped for, for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to know that Jesus has our backs. He wants us to rest in him. So ask yourself those questions. Yeah. Make the changes that you need to make in your life to reflect Jesus. Oh, yeah. I encourage you to just even that last portion that Burley went over from the Message Bible. If you do nothing, run that back. Like rewind that and sit in that. I loved, love, love, love to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm -hmm. mm. Like that's a whole nother conversation yeah. that we don't have time Listen for. To the podcast. But that was good. The Amen. unforced rhythms of grace. Mm. So you guys, um, we're going to wrap this conversation up on rest. I pray 
that you've learned something. I pray that it spoke to you in your heart and in your mind. I pray that this is allowing you to also learn the unforced rhythms of grace, mm. that you are in the space to just understand that you're not in control. Mm. Give it to Jesus. Whatever that thing is, lay it at his feet. Rest in it. Feel unburdened for once in your life. Just let it go. And if you do nothing else, run this back and close your eyes and just think about the things that you need to give over to him and begin to talk to him and then spend some time listening. And then let him guide you to answers, to rest, and to fill your bodies and your minds and your spirits up with his goodness because he's got it for you. We thank you so much for listening. We are so excited that we are in this space with you all. Please, please, please visit us at www.themessymsg.com. That's themessymessage.com. That's our website, guys. Tons of good stuff on there, prayer requests, worship, um merch. merch shop we've got all types of we've got like some extras to podcasts just really good stuff follow us on instagram follow us on facebook um you did you know you can listen to our podcast on facebook Ooh, so that is a, a fairly new feature and um we hope that you take advantage of those things because we know y'all on facebook so you may as well <laughs> listen to the podcast while you're there you can still scroll and listen to the podcast, by the way. So with that being said, you guys go and be great today. Get some rest because I know y'all need it. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. Bye-bye.